Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The relationship between the Jimmy Fund and the Boston Red Sox goes back to the days of Ted Williams. Uh, and it was his visit with the original Jimmy that brought about the Jimmy Fund. And that relationship has continued to this day. And we're very happy and proud to be joined by two members of the Boston Red Sox right now, uh, both sporting their K-Cancer T-shirts, which I like a lot. Uh, Brock Holt of the Boston Red Sox, David Price of the Red Sox as well. It's great to see you guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah, Brock, you've been involved with the Dana-Farber and the Jimmy Fund for a, a number of years now, and, and I know you've spent a lot of time over there visiting with those kids. Yeah, it's, you know, it's something that I kind of, you know, obviously when you come to the Red Sox, you learn um, instantly about, about the Jimmy Fund and what it means to, to those kids and those families. It's, it's a big part of uh, um, the Red Sox organization um, to be a part of, uh, of what they've got going on over there. Um, so you learn about it. You know, fairly quickly once you once you come over here, and um, it was just something that I, uh, you know, took took uh, took a like liking to, and it and, and means a lot to me to to be a part and and play a play a little part in in um, you know helping those kids and, and and those families in you know some of the most most difficult times uh, of their lives. So um, it's it's a special place um, that that does really good work. What about for you, David? When you signed here, how quickly was it that you embraced the Jimmy Fund and knew what a connection there was between the team and the clinic? Um, probably in spring training. You know, whenever they have the kids come out and just uh, they hang out in the picnic area and they have the tent and we go over and just hang out, sign autographs, take pictures, and um, and just talk to them. That's uh, something we've done every single year since I've been here, and I know it's gone on you know a lot longer than uh, the three years that I've been here. And you know, those days are very special, and it. It kind of starts friendships that you uh, that you hold on to for a very long time. One of the events that Lisa Sherber puts on every year is the Teen Weekend, and that was this past weekend here at Fenway Park. Because I saw a lot of pictures, a lot of kids taking selfies with you, David, and, and obviously <laughs> with you too, Brock. I mean, the kids just wanted to hang out with you guys, didn't they, David? Uh, yeah, you know, it's just to uh, to have that impact on somebody is is very special, and for us to uh, to be able to impact these kids positively, I think. Um, that's the main goal about what we're trying to do, and uh, to be able to do that is, is a very good feeling. How emotionally invested do you guys end up getting? Maybe you don't think it's going to happen that way, but, Brock, I know certainly there's an, at least one example there with you. How, how quickly, I guess, did you see that that was like, oh, these people now are really a part of my life? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I've gotten pretty emotionally um, you know, attached to a, a lot of these kids and families, and um, you see them. You know, whenever I go over to the Jimmy Fund, I see, you know, I see them almost every time, you know, I go over there and when they come here and and uh, now every Tuesday I host a, 
a kid um, for BP. Um, uh, they come, they're in, them and their families come to BP, come to the game, and um, yeah, and they, they've become, you know, a really, a really big part of of me, not only mine but my wife's life. Um, and you know, we've we've kind of, you know, jumped jumped head first in, and and um, you know, we we've become you know like family to some of these to some of these kids and and these families and um you know it's uh you know me and david are both new new parents um you know my, my son will be two in december and and you know he his son is 15 months 15 months i, I didn't know that so <laughs> uh, but you know but you know that that makes it hit home even more because um, i i can't even begin to imagine what uh you know what these families go through um you know seeing their kid like that no, no kid no person in general should ever have to to deal with what these kids are dealing with but um to, to see a young kid um go through some of the stuff that they're going through they're they're um they're as tough as they, they come and um they, they become pretty special parts of of our lives yeah i was thinking about it david uh, the, the kids get such a kick out of seeing you seeing brock seeing your teammates taking pictures getting autographs but sometimes I think the players get as much out of the out of the interaction as the as the kids do. Um, yeah, just to uh, to step away from baseball, you know, just to to be a human to to these kids, you know, that's they view us more as uh, more than just a baseball player, you know, and and you can see that whenever you're interacting with them, you can see it in their faces, just their reactions, you know, you can. Uh, the little bit of time that we're able to spend with them, you can you can definitely see how much they cherish that time. So for for us to see how much we impact them, I think is it's just as good for us as it is for them. Absolutely. Does that give you guys a, an opportunity to see another side of your teammates? Because maybe you played with each other in the minors, or you played against each other, or whatever, and you're just used to what's going on baseball wise. But then you get to do something like this, and you say, "I didn't even realize, you know, th- th- this, this person was capable of that," or it's just a completely different thing that you'd be used to. Uh, I, you know, I think we spend so much time with each other um, as it is that we, we pretty much know um, the type of person everybody is, and you know we've got a we've got a really good group of guys in that clubhouse who, you know, obviously are you know very talented on the baseball field, but 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 great people off of it, and um, you know it's you know, we're not surprised I think by by anything that you know our teammates do off the field or anything like that. I think you know we we spend so much time with each other like we're with each other more than we're with our own family sometimes. So, um, it's, you know, it's special. It's a special group to be a part of and, and, um, to do things like this, um, with the guys that, that we go out and play with every day is, is pretty cool. I want to go back to something you said about the emotional connection, Brock, uh, during the commercial break, I had a chance to visit with Gail Williams, whose son, Danny was the first kid that I was involved with the Jimmy fund radio telephone who I lost. And uh, his funeral was the first one of those that, that I attended. And I've been at all 17 of these, and thank God there are more success stories than that. But were you prepared for what would happen? In your case, Maddie might have been the first one that you lost who you cared that much about. Yeah, I, um, yeah M- Maddie was, was the first one that, you know, that lost the battle. But, um, you know, I, I try to try to think about all the the positives um and, and good things that that um you know our relationship had as opposed to you know what she was going through and um i never saw her without a smile on her face um 
which was uh, which was huge. But she did ask you for your phone number she the first did, time. Yeah, <laughs> she, she did, yeah, she she did, and she was successful. She got she got my phone number, and uh, we were friends on Snapchat. So um, yeah, that that was a tough day um, when I found that out, and um, you know, obviously, you know, being so close with her family as well. It's um, you know, I, like I said, I, I can't even begin to imagine what what they went through and what they're still going through. I mean, um, their life is completely turned upside down and um it will never be the same because you know she's not here and um but you know the the light that she brought to the world while she was here was um uh something that that the people who were close to her and and knew her um knew her most um you know they'll never forget and um you know she lives on and um you know obviously we miss her every day but she's definitely uh she's definitely in a better place and and she's in no more pain and you know we can kind of uh kind of rest easy and and have a peace knowing that that um you know she she did her job while she was down here and um she made us all happier while she was here now did that make it tougher for you to go back and visit with more kids and bring more kids into your life or did that make you want to do it more um yeah, I think it made it tougher because um, you build those relationships, and and um, obviously, you know, we, we, you know, we we want to, we want every story to be successful, and, and you know, every kid to to be cured and and be better. Um, but yeah, that that made it tougher um, for me, and um, you know, obviously having having a, a kid myself now, uh, you know, that that it makes it tough to go see um, kids going through that. Um, so. It was tough. It was tough. The you know losing Maddie was you know that that like you said that was that was the first one. She was she was probably the the kid that I have have got the closest with um, since being a part of the Jimmy Fund. So um, you know whenever she passed, uh, it was it was tough to to get back you know get back over there and and uh, you know try to build some relationships, but. Um, you know, like David said earlier, whenever whenever you do go over there and, and you see the impact you're making and, um, you know, see the kids' faces, um, you know, that that's what makes it a little bit easier, um, knowing that you're you're doing some good. Um, you know, obviously we're not going over there and curing anything or, or, or you know, making anyone better, but um, you're putting smiles on our faces and, and, and letting kids kind of get away and, and forget about what they're what they're dealing with. Um, you know, you see the smiles and, and the the laughter and, and the fun that they're having. Um, you know, that makes it a little easier. You know, we're here trying to raise money to beat cancer, and especially cancer in kids. David, I don't know anybody. I mean, no one on the planet who hasn't been touched in one way, shape, or form by cancer, who doesn't know somebody, related to somebody. All of us have been connected to this at one time or another in our lives. Um, yeah, you know, it's... Uh... I feel like it's um it's something that has impacted everybody's life in in some way um you know just to uh to have a friend that's it's gone through you know this and not make it through you know that's it definitely makes it tough but you know cancer is uh is an ugly battle and you know everybody that that goes through it you know has been through it has beaten it you know they are uh the true survivors and to know a couple of those people you know that that's uh to get those text messages that they've you know they're they're done they're they're over all their treatments everything you know that is um that's very special on the field this year you guys have been 
on a record pace, you know, a franchise record pace. Last year, division winners, you had a really good team, but this year it seems to be even even better. What's been a, a big difference or two from last year to this year for you guys? Um, J.D. Martinez. J.D., J.D., if you're watching the clubhouse, you're the reason. <laughs> <laughs> but Mookie's the MVP, sorry. But you're Ooh, the MVP whoa. of the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think I think for the most part we've been able to stay healthy, um, which has been a big thing. Um, if you can keep your guys on the field, um, you know that's obviously gonna gonna help. But I mean we've got a lot of good players who are you know having really good seasons, um, and uh, um, Alex has has been great with us. Um, you know I think he's he's a big reason, um, you know why we're able to go out and. And play the way we're playing. Um, he just keeps things loose, and he's easy to talk to. Communicates with us really well. Um, but we've also got a lot of good players, and um, you know, guys are doing some special things. Your uh, your teammate and fellow pitcher Chris Sale said he might be part of the best baseball team that's ever walked the planet. <laughs> I don't know if you're quite as optimistic as him, David. But how do you feel about your team? Um, very good. You know. Um, we said it in spring training, you know, we, we didn't know what we wouldn't do well. And, you know, to this point through 120 games, I still, you know, we, we do everything extremely well, you know, whether it's on the base pass, defensively, offensively, you know, starting pitching and bullpen, you know, we do everything very well. And whenever you're on a team that, you know, doesn't have a glaring weakness that, um, and you stay consistent. You stay healthy for the remainder of the season. You can uh, you can do some special things. So I think we all understand how good of a team that we have in that clubhouse, and you know, we just want to continue on playing the way that we have. Do you think you're misunderstood in Boston at all? I feel like it's. <laughs> you seem like such a nice guy sitting here. No, right? but no, 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 but I'm saying I think, not the I, guy that I, I think I think he's misunderstood. Think he yeah, no, this <laughs> Thanks, is one bro. of the, this is one of the best teammates, people that I've ever been around. Um, but yeah, the day he pitches, you want to stay away away from him. <laughs> Not a friendly guy those Not days. Not a friendly guy, man. Some some pitchers, some pitchers, man, they they completely change on days they pitch, and he's one of them. So we get one day a week to do our job. Yeah, one day. So you you you, uh, you laugh and and hang out with him for you know the days that he doesn't pitch, and then whenever he does, you, you try to stay away. Um, but that's just how he gets locked in, and um, you know it's it's been working for him. So um, you know if if I. If I can have a friend for six out of the seven days, it's pretty good. So I'll take it. Is this, uh, is this stretch, David, uh, at least in my mind looking at it, is this stretch that you're in right now as well as you've thrown the ball as a member of the Red Sox? Um, yeah, for sure. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it is. I don't, I don't know the numbers or anything. But, you know, for the amount of time, as long as it's been, yeah, I would say so. Um, just – Staying consistent, you know, every every fifth day or whatever whatever day it is that I'm on the mound, you know, it's uh, it's been a lot better, you know, right after uh, right after the All Star break. So um, it's been good. It's been long overdue. Um, hope we can just continue on the way it's been. Is that health? Is that the biggest factor? Obviously, we know what happened with you last year, and you had to end, you know pitch out of the bullpen late. Uh, is is that the biggest thing for you? Um, I mean, that's that is a big a big factor, but. Um, you know, really starting in Detroit. I guess kind of starting in uh, in Kansas City, even though Kansas City didn't go, you know, as as planned. But um, that was uh, that was kind of the starting block for me getting back to uh, pitching the way that I've pitched ever since. You know, um, probably since about 2010 or 2011 for about a six-year span. You know, that was the way that I pitched. 
And to get away from that, you know, whenever I came here and tried to uh, kind of reinvent myself when the league didn't make me adjust, you know, I kind of just tried to do it on my own and to uh, to get back to uh, what had made me successful, you know, on that pitcher's mound and to be able to, to get back to that, you know, fairly quickly, that's, um, I'm happy. Brock, from your perspective, do you like the term utility man or would you prefer to be second baseman Brock Holt or third baseman Brock Holt, whatever it would be? I don't care. Um, yeah, I don't care. I mean, I, I just... I just like being Brock Holt. Um, I don't care if it has second baseman, third baseman, left fielder. I don't care. But I like him at third. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. He got fired up on that play I made the other day. Um, um, no, I just I just like playing baseball. I just, you know, whatever I can do to, to help us out, um, I'm happy to do it. And, um, you know, if that's, you know, play second, play third, play outfield sometimes well, I, I don't really play outfield anymore because our guys are pretty good so, <laughs> yeah. most of them yeah yeah, yeah we, we don't we don't want those guys getting days off so um but no it's been it's been a good year man it's this is the most fun i've ever had playing baseball and um the best team i've ever been on so um you know just to be a part of it is 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 good enough for me now, so I mean, maybe you just answered it right there. You guys are able to enjoy the season and, and the record, which is through the roof, and you know, significantly better than everybody else in baseball. Or is in the back of your mind, hey, in two months we got the playoffs, and the playoffs didn't go the way we wanted it to the last couple of years. Is is that on your mind, or are you enjoying the day to day? We're I think we're enjoying the day to day. I think that's why we've been able to be um, as successful as we have, um, regardless if we lose or win. You know, we win, we get in and enjoy it, and we come, you know, we forget about it. We come to the, the field the next day expecting to win again. If we lose, we, we lose, and we come back, and we expect to win. So, um, you know, I think it's that day-to-day uh, mentality that, that has, has kept us so consistent. Um, you know, obviously we know what, you know what happened in the playoffs the last two years, but, um, you know, we're not worried about that right now. We're just enjoying, you know, winning games and you know hopefully we can continue to do that the rest of the season and then that carries on into into the postseason david brock mentioned uh, alex cora what has uh, alex cora's term as manager of this team meant for you um he's been great you know starting before spring training you know reaching out to guys setting up you know lunches uh, i think Porce, sandy uh jackie bradley and myself we all went to uh to bj's brew house and um Fort Myers, and we had lunch there, and just hearing everything he had to talk about, you know, at that point, you know, him being his first time manager, it's his first spring training, and for him to uh, to kind of fire off some of the ideas that he fired off, I think it kind of caught us all off guard. But when he said it, we were like, "That sounds great," you know, that's that's something we've talked about for quite a while now, and for you to kind of just step in your first year, and you know, you're you're hitting some pretty big points right on the head, you know, I think. Um, he really grabbed you know all of our attention and all of our respect from that very first meeting, and you know he's held it ever since. You know with his ability to communicate, just um, always being around. You know just um, talking to us about a lot of other stuff other than baseball. You know me and AC talk on a daily basis, and maybe three times out of the week it's about baseball. You know I mean we have you know a lot in common. I mean, he has uh, his two twins. You know they're think just turned a year old not too long ago you know my son is is 15 months old so we're going through the the parenthood thing again for Alex and for the first time for myself um you know we just uh talk like friends you know that's 
It's, it's good. Now, you played with J.D. Martinez in Detroit, and so you knew he was good, but did you have any idea this, he was capable of this kind of season? Um, I mean, from what he did from the time that I was in Detroit until, you know, I guess the end of last year, I think everybody kind of saw what J.D. was capable of doing. You know, whenever he got hurt, I think he missed a little over a month last year and still put up the numbers that he put up and what he was able to do for uh, the Diamondbacks after that trade deadline. That was... That was one of the most special things I've, I've seen from a baseball player, especially in the second half like that. So uh, I think we all did kind of understand what J.D. could do. And for him to uh, to come and hit in Fenway for 81 games, although he doesn't hit a whole lot of balls to left field, but for him to you know get to play nine games in Camden, nine games in, um, in Yankee Stadium, and uh, Toronto as well. So uh, we knew that he would be able to put up some, some Nintendo numbers, and, and he's done that. Guys, thank you so much for lending your voices and lending your support to this cause. Uh, as I said, the connection between the Red Sox and the Jimmy Fund goes back to Ted Williams' days, and you guys continue that tradition. Uh, best of luck on the rest of the season. Congratulations on how it's gone so far, and thank you again for being with us. Thank, thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Brock Holt, David Price, joining us live from Fenway Park. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.